Uh, 
for the videos for the smokers lounge and everything and just been going through you know life enjoying a new home four months here grinding to keep it and one thing is just like porn, people don't realize how much work it takes to run a podcast, especially if you're doing video or even audio, because the editing side of it, like right now, as I'm doing this show, I am right now putting together a premium smoke room episode with Amanda Thick. <clears throat> and then the file is big. It takes for fucking ever for this shit to finish so I can upload it to Anchor for my subscribers. And I got a lot of, man, I got a slate lined up for you for the Smokers Lounge and the Premium Smoke Room. Um, Also, the New Year's Eve, the New Year's Review with me and um, Smoke Buddy and host of Causing Havoc for you subscribers that listen to uh, Princess Havoc. Me and her going to be doing it uh end of the year and man is me and her were talking about it It was like <laughs> we really got to see we might we might do two parts of this shit because it's it's a lot um because just to go back and remember everything that happened because it's so much that didn't happen you know um it's like one week you had the news being dominated by the death of takeoff. Then the next week, Shanquilla Robinson, her situation. You had Kanye. You had all this crazy shit that been going on. And, man, it makes a motherfucker light of blunt and drink some coffee like, God damn, what the fuck? <laughs> it is fucking crazy as shit. <clears throat> and I'm looking forward to doing that end of the year. Um, I got two Christmas episodes coming up. Um, it's a surprise who they're going to be. I got two episodes that are going to drop. I probably try and figure I'm going to drop one New Year's Eve and one New Year's, excuse me, one Christmas Eve and one Christmas Day. So I have a lot of content coming up for you people um, during the Christmas holidays. Also, next month is my anniversary month. It'll be officially two years that I've been doing podcasting. Um, it's been a wonderful journey so far, and for the people that I've met, connected with, um, and the whole night is just, is wonderful. I can't even express, like today, keep my thing crossed, hopefully everything works out, I, I get the opportunity to check another off the bucket list, Marley Moore, Big Booty Marley, as y'all know, Bye Marley, it, all that shit. Um, I get to interview her and I always wanted to work with her as a talent and I always respected her as a female talent and businesswoman. Um, to watch her journey from when she started with I think super hot films to having her own company LLC you know yeah <clears throat> Trust me, she she doing her thing. And 
And also, we I see there's some rap beef in, in the porn industry, which is funny. Um, <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting shit. I've, I've just... The things that come across my desk as being a podcaster um, in the porn industry is kind of funny. Like, but I try not to report too much or talk too much on the negative or the bullshit. I, I let them come on the show and discuss their own issues or what have you. But yeah, there's such thing as porn beef, people. I didn't experience porn beef myself. So. <clears throat> Um, going back and forth on Twitter, all the shit that you see the celebrities do, yeah, porn stars were doing that first, you know, I remember I had to shut down I, my Twitter, because it, the, the beat just got so stupid, and you would think, why would porn stars have beef, well, you know, motherfuckers, j- just like in rap, just like in life, motherfuckers sometimes rub each other the wrong way, Business deal might have went left between two females. You know, situation females on the road together and they fall out. There's beef in porn. You know, kind of funny. I heard a dude, I heard, I'm not going to say names because I told you I don't say names on the Smokers Lounge and stuff. That I heard uh, a rap verse or what have you. And it, Named a prominent porn star. Now, I'm not going to sit here and critique the song or promote it or what have you. And I ain't going to say what my thoughts really is about the verses. But I am curious to see what the guy that he did answer to be, knowing his ability upon the mic. And I'll leave you at that. So, I leave it that so, but I am, you know, I am the kind of guy that I call it like I see it and I don't bullshit it because I did music. I did music seriously. <clears throat> and just to let people understand this, if anyone ever come with me on a music tip, I'm going to take that very personal because motherfucker, I am a hip hop legend in my, in, in, in my city. Yeah, I actually recognize as a hip-hop legend. And you can go check me out on Spotify or SoundCloud and hear that I'm nice on the mic. And I'm not just saying it, just say it. No, I'm nice. <laughs> you don't get mentioned in magazines if you don't. You know, so even even to later years, I was in a magazine. I, I, got the, I actually got the motherfucker somewhere around this house. So, opening up for some of the top companies, top artists of the day, even had the opportunity to be signed by artists. Just, just didn't fall through. A lot of our male porn stars come from a music background, did music, Mysterious, Mr. Mysterious, he, he got some banging music, Sean Don, he got some hot shit. You know, shit, hell, sleep. People forgot Pinky Damn drop music. Everyone remember Ryan Pumper, but Ryan Pumper was garbage. <laughs> he had some nice beats, but he was garbage as an MC. But Pinky had some hot bars, man. 
you know. So it's kind of like people don't realize what many of us did or had a hand in before we got into this. You know, it's like it's even funny when I talk to like like Mr. Mysterious. I heard some of his music. Got some good shit, you know. And then the the um I haven't heard any females too tough. I would love to hear some of the females because I, I heard a couple of them sing or what have you, or even rap. So, but I know Pinky, you know what I'm saying? I ain't go for I wish I could find some other music because uh, all that shit that motherfuckers was spitting, like what um, Meg Thee Stallion, all that, man. Actually, Pinky was actually got them, was on, was on that, was on that back then. You feel me? So, so now, let me give the people what they want, because y'all want my opinion on certain things. So, where shall I start? Well, uh, we have another mass shooting. And I think this is the first one and the second that involved a, a gay club. And... Boy, Dave Chappelle, I, I hope you don't do no, no, um, no, no tours, no times, no tours for the next two months, because you know the transgender's going to be on your ass. That 18 injured, five dead in the mass shooting in Club Q in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And, um, it was at a gay club. Now, if people notice lately, maybe because it's towards the end of the year, maybe because we we have so much crazy shit going on, that, that one you have okay. First of all, the fact that you have a mass shooting that was in Virginia just what a week ago, and then now we have a mass shooting that's in Colorado Springs. But even more so, this is different. Because this is along the lines of violence towards the community, which plays into now hate. We have recently had anti-Semitic stuff going on. It's just recent. And now we have, you know, Everything, the trigger warning with this happens because it was at a gay club about transgender hate, gay hate, all this. And I think our country, I think our world, well, actually our country because we have the most mass shootings. We're becoming more like the Middle East than we realize. And that is a a we desensitized to violence, to hate, to all this in general. Because when you think about it in the Middle East and not knocking the Middle East countries, you have kids, even African countries, kids that are picking up the gun at 15, right? But we do the same thing. We We just call it hunting. Over there, they call it survival. So, 
See, we're becoming much like them. We're becoming more or less civilized. Maybe because we are a melting pot. Because we are a country of many people and many races. When I sit back and like, I smoke my blunt. And I sit here and think, and I look at the world on social media or what have you. We can say whatever hastens a, a empires or, or a great civilization's demise. Of course, people are going to look at it this when, when, when we're hastening ours. Social media, this, that, and no, it's in this country, when in any country, when you become desensitized to violence, gun violence, death in general, negativity, your country weakens, your civilization weakens, your life weakens. Because when you become desensitized, that means that you're used to it, which means that you don't really care to change it. Because you're used to it. It's like someone walking to work. They become desensitized to walking to work. The pain in their feet, their back, depending upon how long they got to work or catch the bus. So what happens is you decide to get a car. Why? Because you got tired of walking to work, right? So you didn't become desensitized to walking to work. A person who becomes desensitized to walking to work is they're comfortable in not driving a car. They're good. Yeah, that's right. Bailey, agree. Bailey my dog, agrees with me. That's what it comes down to. So we're becoming to the point where, because think about it, we sit here, when we sit here and talk about gun control, stricter ways for people to get guns, people get upset. They automatically assume that their guns are going to be taken away from them. They say it's a, a God-given right for them to have a gun. I don't think God said it was a given right for you to have a gun. You know, period. There, there's countries that have not had mass shootings because they have stricter gun laws. But it's not just the gun laws; it's the people. They, they are not desensitized to death. No, when they see a mass shooting or one, no, uh, uh-uh, no, we ain't having this shit again. No, I don't want to deal with this. We're desensitized to it. It's like, I had a conversation on one of the podcasts, and the conversation went to why we became so sensitive of a culture. The reason why, because the things that we pose to have an uprise for, we don't because we always listen to the minority that half the time, they're not talking about nothing. And it's because the platform that they have. It's like, here's the difference. The internet made it to where you can't, what's where I'm looking for? You can't regulate who 
has a platform. See, when there was no internet, that means you had to go through trying to get on TV. It started with public access. Then if you're lucky, you might move bumped up to something else. You feel me? I mean, shit, there used to be time there was only three channels. Let's keep it 100. There used to be a time where TV shut off. But we, we, we discussed that. We didn't discuss that umpteen times. That also tells you my age. I'm an old fellow, old soul. But the point I'm trying to make as I ramble on <laughs> is that because we see things so much, it desensitizes us and it doesn't shock us anymore. And when you take away shock value, it takes away outrage. But it's interesting that you have people who will sit here, the same people that sit here and will call out Dave for his monologue about it being anti-Semitic, which I did not see where it was anti-Semitic. But they will not call out Amazon for allowing the guy to post the actual movie that Kyrie Irving was retweeting. Ain't no one said shit. I have not heard outrage towards Amazon about that. But but we have outrage towards Kyrie and his situation. We have outrage to Kanye about his shit, but not the fact that Candace Owens is right there with him. No, no outrage towards that. See, what I say is we always look at the monkey throwing shit, but not the elephant in the room eating peanuts real quietly. We get outraged over the smallest shit, but the outrage for the biggest shit, we don't push it heavy. I want y'all to smoke that over. I'm going to let y'all marinate that because I like my little, my clip. Can I get me some more fucking weed somehow today? Yeah, so. Because even in the microcosm of the video when I actually saw the actual fight video, the first fight video of Miss Robinson dying Mexico. And to show how desensitized I was to it, I just thought it was a normal fight video. I didn't think that this was the moment of someone last time being on this earth. Or the seriousness of what was going on. Because you know how many fight videos you see on Instagram and TikTok? I mean, hell, some motherfuckers basically eat off of YouTube by posting fight videos. Well, but then when I started looking at the YouTube videos and the news broadcast. Yes, I do still look at the news, people. I'm one of a few people that do. And notice, wait a second. That was that video is what y'all was talking about. Now, we can see and talk talk about 
because we also had a situation with um, take off how many people had videos, but these people's videos kind of led to figuring out who shot Takeoff, right? But it's a it's it's bigger than that to me. It's we rather film shit or tragedy or somebody in peril than to actually go help the person. See, what's crazy is that the guy that was filming the two girls fighting, he was a friend of theirs. And like I didn't say on other shows, as you hear, as you listen, I done been in positions where I had friends actually getting fights. Actually about to get in a fight with a friend my damn self. You know what's crazy? They either didn't let it happen or we did allow it to happen. We broke it up quickly once we saw things was, was going to escalate too far. There was no gun in in the situation. It was just two people. It was two people throwing hands. So the fact that one dude decided he wanted to film this, which knew prior to this, she was saying she was going. She had this said to do that she was going to confront her. And the fact that when the fight started and the girl went down, that he did not drop the camera or even ran over there with the camera in his head and got in between them speaks to the level of, I'm not even going to say it had anything to do with Generation Z or this generation. No, it speaks to the level of your mama didn't fucking raise your ass right. Your daddy didn't raise you right. Your grandma didn't raise you right. Your your morals, your your sense of humanity is fucked up. I heard a dude arguing with a girl and I and me and another dude, we sitting there watching, making sure that he don't put no hands on her. Because if he did, we're gonna miss the bus because we're gonna help Miss Lady. We don't know if a dude got a gun or not. And yeah, I know people saying, man, you might you could have got shot this and third, but still. It's about helping the innocent in some way, shape, form, or fashion. We have lost a love for humanity. We have lost a love for our brothers and sisters. We rather see them beat each other's ass, shoot each other, and we we rather see death. We rather enjoy fuckery didn't see the beauty of the world. See, if these blogs actually posted more positive shit, they probably wouldn't make no money. Each time with celebrity news, they never really posted too much of the negative side of them. The worst you might have heard is, well, they, they had to go to uh, you know, Alcohol Anonymous. Now, and see, part of it is, is self-inflicted wounds because they post their own shit. I mean, I want you to think about this. Rappers now have to be mindful of when they post on Instagram. Good, bad, or different. Think about it. 
Now, celebrities supposed to move a certain way anyway. That's just in my opinion. But think about it. You have to be mindful of how you post. This year has been like probably one of the hands down craziest years I've ever seen in my life because I've never seen so much shit happen in a year. And I've been on these, I mean a lot. Most years I can basically name off like top 10, top 15 shits that happen. Man, we, it, I can't even name off the top 10 right now. We still ain't even, right now as I'm recording this, what this, we still in fucking October. Excuse me, November. I mean, people forgot about the fact there's still COVID around. <laughs> we don't even talk about it. I mean, when the last time you heard a report about COVID, heard a report about any of this, but yet you hear every now and then the hospitals are filling up with kids and adults. But it's just crazy how now we hit, like I said, back to the mass shooting. I'm, uh, prayers, thoughts and prayers go out to the people that had passed, people that was injured, the community of Colorado, Colorado Springs for what happened to them. Um, That's just crazy, yo. And see, it, it scares me. It it scares me with my daughters out there in the world. My son, you know, was out there what they're running into. Because your kids ain't going to tell you everything that happens. You know, yeah, I'm just getting to the point, talking to uh, my firstborn. Through text, but yeah, I, I take a text <laughs> any day, then not talk to her at all. And I hope that one day I get to talk to my my biological youngest. But it it scares me because think about it. Like even with this girl here, she went down to Mexico and didn't come home. And for some apparent reason, Mexico has not been kind to the tourists lately. Seems like everything been happening in threes. It's, it's three of them that that, that dies in, in the Airbnb. Find that interesting. That's why I don't really go nowhere. Yeah, I'd rather stay in country than go out of country. Or if I go out of country, I'd rather for it to be like in London. I don't want no disrespect to Mexico, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Fantastic. But even more so, it's just crazy how I just to see that we have another mass shooting and it's in the gay club. So much of that over Orlando. And it's like, it makes you wonder, like Boondocks, what the fuck did that community do to this son of a bitch that made him want to go 
shoot up a club. I mean, I don't know the complete behind the, you know, the complete story. I haven't read it just yet. But the fact that you is willing to walk into a club and overfire on people is bad enough. And it goes back to we can look at it one or two ways. It could be because he's racist and he hates the gay community. It could be he himself was in the community and he hated himself, thus he wanted to take it out on them. Um, but to me, anyone that does that, they're not happy with who they are, what they are. Because that means if you went and you shot a gay club, that means, in my opinion, that you and yourself hated what you didn't want to be identified as, or you had the experience and you couldn't live with the fact of who you are. You know, period. It's it's like, because like in the case of the Virginia mass shooting, he was a football player. You could have said that he felt some type of way because he felt some type of way because these guys and he wasn't playing football anymore, and, and, and it, it, I always said this, puts in money. Same thing here. I truly believe that dude has had sex, or was gay, felt some type of way about it. felt conflicted, snapped. Because for a person, like I said, because of a person that would go through shooting a lot of people, especially people that same the same sexuality that, that are a certain type of people, that means that you hate that group of people. It's 18 injured, five dead. That means that he wasn't looking to shoot one person. He 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 was looking to. It's different between he walked in and shot one person, and walked the fuck out. No, he went in and shot up the whole community. That means he hates that community. It's no different than when the, 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 in, what happened in Tulsa. They hated the black community. This person hated the LBGT community. And the reason why, because it was a mirror reflection of himself. Because whatever reason would you hate transgender, whatever reason would you hate transgenders? Unless you have been with a transgender 
and and you can't believe that you actually been with a transgender and you're afraid of what your family gonna think and uh, da, 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 da. once again you're not comfortable in yourself. A lot of these mass shootings, these are people that are not comfortable in who they are, especially when it is violence towards the LBGTQ. See, each mass shooting has its origin and its thought process. When it comes to a synagogue, it's a person that hates Muslims, has an issue with Muslims. So now as I tell you, it's probably racist. Just what happened in up in Buffalo. It was a bunch of black people. Probably racist because it was a white dude. The kids down in Texas. I have no idea. Now I'm just that that was just crazy. Virginia, I believe it had something to do with Eva. Dude felt some type of way because he couldn't play football no more. Argument with them three guys in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Pussy and money. Eva pussy and money. And then this. Hate for the transgender community. Is because he loved one. And either his heart got broken. Or his mind got broken because he couldn't accept that he's into that. So he decided to kill what he couldn't accept. And pretty sure he probably killed himself if he didn't get captured. So, and last thing, don't be so quick to call for Twitter's demise. And the reason why I say that is that regardless of whether Elon Musk is an idiot or not, whether he has multiple billions or not, he's trying to make money out of this. So he's going to figure out how to make money out of this. Now, if he decides to because even if he goes, even if he filed bankruptcy with this, it still enables him to be able to operate this. I heard that he now allowed Trump on Twitter. The N-word then went up a thousand percent. So with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience you had to learn anything? Smoke. This over. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com 
the GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right.